Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Nerd Talk, Nerd Talk, talking about Nerd Talk, yeah! Hi there, welcome to an all-new season of Nerd Talk Plus. And by season, I mean it's just a new year, so I started a new folder, so it's a new season. (laughs) It's our weekly deeper dive into the stories that make this world nerdier. From Odyssey's Nerd Talk, I'm your host, Gregor, and he's used to work here, now he doesn't. I even asked if you could get paid the other day, and they said no, so hi, Brandon. I I appreciate that, but also, what? (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) They were like, hey... Where's your episode for this week, last week? And I was like, uh, you going to pay the guy to work on a holiday? Or? And they just didn't get back to me. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, so, okay. Uh, neither of us is a scientist, engineer, or supervillain. One of us was paid. Uh, let us, <laughs> If you are one of those things, specifically paid, let us know what uh, we get wrong, or perhaps even what we get right. Which is, um, is hardly ever anything. I. I do want to say, like, often we'll tell you to, uh, sometimes if we remember to do our jobs correctly, we'll say you should yeah. go follow us on um, on Twitter and, and in social media of all sorts, and, and then we we'll always chuck in an OnlyFans uh, reference yeah. there, which, sure. like, neither of us uh, has a, a, an OnlyFans, and, neither, and, like, corporately, we also don't have an OnlyFans. However, as I as I was talking about it, um, our good buddy and sometimes host of this show, Siege, yeah. uh, sent me a link to his OnlyFans. And I was like, okay, this could go two ways. This could either yeah. just be him putting premium joke content behind a paid wall, a paywall. Uh, the, yeah. the realistic uh, option is probably that he created it as a joke. But if I subscribe, am I going to see pictures of his Because probably... <laughs> Um, mark that. <laughs> uh, you should see the picture of the dolphin's sunglasses that he was wearing when I hung out with him in August. It is definitely two bungholes, one on each eye cover. So he has. It just came up on my phone the other day. I was really. It was really. I don't know if tickled is the right word, but we'll just go with tickled. I just don't like the word tickled in the context of talking about experiences with Siege. <laughs> Anyway, um, if you could write us a review and tell us, you know, how you're feeling about this, it helps um, helps promote the show and move it forward or whatever. In fact, we have a review. We got a new review from uh, Jaime Joshi. 
Um, I'm sure I'm, uh, it looks like Yoshi, but with a J. Uh, So I'm going to call her Joshi. Uh, They say, more siege. Well, there you go. Uh, They don't pay me, so (laughs) they're just going to replace me. (laughs) With someone else that we don't pay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hey, I love that. I'm glad that we just spent like five minutes talking about siege before this, so that's good. I hadn't seen the review, so that's really cool. I'm kind of nerdy, and I like uh, to talk, so obviously this is a perfect podcast for me. She says some nice stuff, and then they say, as a Florida woman, it's great to hear Florida's greatest export other than citrus fruit, square grouper, which I'm not sure what that is, and Burt Reynolds, which I had no idea he was from Florida. Um, it's great to hear Florida's greatest export siege on the podcast. I hope he becomes a more regular contributor. If you're looking for smart, funny, and nerdy, this pod has you covered. Uh, hey. And I'm going to just go ahead and add the, uh, if you just delete the smart part of that, then this pod has you covered. <laughs> uh, a square grouper is a fish, right? Is it? I mean, a grouper is a fish. Sure. Let's. Uh, is a square grouper a square fish? I'm guessing I, it's see, some sort I'm like of box a little bit nervous to Google it because I'm just assuming it's going to be like square grouper a, a bar and grill. Thing. Yeah, okay. no, I mean it's for sure. Just we're just gonna, we're about to see see just balls right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, a square, square grouper a set of bales of marijuana or blocks of cocaine packed in plastic. Okay, that's probably what they meant. And sometimes thrown overboard a boat. Okay. Oh, okay. So it is a square fish. <laughs> Full of cocaine. <laughs> oh, cocaine! Which, as we learned, as we learned the last week, if a dolphin were going to take cocaine, it would have to snort it through its blowhole. <laughs> See, we are smart. <laughs> Don't yeah. sell yourself short. Yeah. Now, um, Brandon, I want to start off the like I spent pretty much the entire holidays just curious about Chat GPT. Okay. Are you familiar with it? No, it sounds like a, a crypto that you're going to try to sell me on, but I'm buying, so let's go. It's, it's a fintech, so get out your get out your money now. Um, ChatGPT is a thing that was um, made using OpenAI, yeah, and it's an artificial intelligence that effectively you ask it a question, it scours the internet and writes you back a response, like as if a human were writing it to you, but it uses the knowledge of the. I guess probably both reliable and unreliable sources. So let's say, um, let's say you're like me and you want to better understand how relativity works. You get an account on ChatGPT for free, and you say, "Explain relativity to me," and then it does th- it gives you you know a lot, and I don't understand any of it. Then I say, "Explain it as if I was five," and then it does a better job of it. And I say, "Okay, that's still too much." I say, "In 200 words, explain relativity to me as if I was five. and it's like, "Oh." Okay, and so it does it, and it can like you can control the type of information you want as if you were talking to a person, and it's a wild ride. I saw a guy in the um, nutrition industry, which is if you're not certified, you should stop spreading bad nutritional info. But he was like, you can use Chat GPT to meal plan, and you just give it the parameters. I don't want any sugars. I can't have carrots. I don't want meat or carbs. Meal prep for me for a 2,000 calorie day, three meals a day for a week, and it'll wow. generate everything. You can ask it to make shopping lists and how to instructions for cooking and stuff, and it goes and it scours the internet for the best information to give back to you. It's like a this Google. Like, I was going to say, this is like what Google Assistant and Alexa and all of those things wish they were, it sounds like. Yeah, it's wild. And so what's happening is at like the high school and maybe even college level, people are like, I got to write a, a book five-page essay yeah. about the 
you know, Red Cloud Indian Agency of um of eighteen or of seventeen ninety or whatever it is, you know, or maybe it's eighteen ninety, I bet. Um I this is what I literally studied for a senior project in college, so great job. Um <laughs> but, but uh what? you could you could tell it. I know, right? Isn't that wild? I studied yeah. the indigenous people and how the U.S. government um, how poorly them. treated them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, and my specific area was this the Sioux um, the Sioux tribes uh, Red Cloud Agency. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I learned a ton also, which was really cool. So when that whole Keystone Pipeline thing was happening, I was like, oh boy, I've like learned about kind of the general people of this area and how mad they must be. Is like, yeah, it seems like you retained again, a lot as you can't even remember what year it came out. <laughs> I just don't like. To me, it seems like 1790 was too long ago. Did we have locomotives back then? Was that like a thing? In the, I mean, in that's the, like, like 1790 was like only a few years after the Revolutionary War. So I, I feel like yeah. So it was 1890, right? Yeah, it must have been right. That's kind of how yeah. my uh, that's kind of how my entire like frame of reference works. My like it goes is like okay, American like, when history. When was the last was time it I could have owned a slave? After <laughs> exactly. I, now that I live in Spokane, <laughs> the answer varies here. Yeah, so it's like Red Cloud Agency was established in 1871 on the North Platte River near Fort Laramie in Wyoming, says history.sd.gov. Um, and so, yeah, it's chat GPT and tell it to explain to me the Red Cloud Agency as if I were Gregor. <laughs> I asked it to tell me about nerd talk, and it was like, I'm sorry, I don't know about that. And I was like, of course. <laughs> How dare you? Like, give me something. I'll look something up that, like, I have a, an account or whatever. Um, Ask, how do I do okay. it? Ask it how a dolphin would smoke pot. How would a dolphin smoke pot in 200 words? Calculating. <laughs> in 100 words. <laughs> it's like, Let's see what it's it does. Like, I would love to see uh, chat GPT have to, um, like, you you have to write a five page paper, but you feel like you can get all your ideas out in in three. So you have to make up two full pages of information. Chat GPT is like, I could tell you in like one sentence. How am I going to fill out the rest of these two hundred words? Like, I want to see how AI fills. You know, like like hey AI, hey hey J- hey Chat B- uh, Chat GPT. Uh, uh, Kings of Leon isn't quite ready to come out yet. Could you do the next five minutes? And do it about the Red Cloud Indian Agency. It's yeah. like, well, Chief Red Cloud. <laughs> and do it in the form of Muse. <laughs> I mean, but like, that's the weird thing is that when you say that part of it, I don't think we're that far away from them being able to be like in the style of. Yeah. And you so it's like, this reminds me of, um, of real, like, so with, with, of all of the AI or examples of AI in, in fictional media, right? Like in, in movies and stuff like that. Like one of the ones that I've always seen as being the most cool was Jarvis, uh, like Iron Man or, you know, Tony Stark's uh, a virtual assistant, right? That is played by the dude Paul who's Bettany, in everything. Paul Bettany. Paul, Paul Bettany. Yeah, Paul Bettany. Yeah. yeah. Um, he uh so like Jarvis is always cool because it just felt like like Tony Stark was always just having a conversation with the dude and like he was able to have uh like uh, inflection and emotion uh and things like that in response right um and so like that kind of seems like where this is getting much closer to rather than like my freaking my personal home device that I use not being able to turn off the 
goddamn timer every time I'm trying to tell it. Like it's like, hey, your bread uh, is done. Your bread is done. Your bread is done. And I'm like, I know. I've already taken it out of the damn oven. And I've already told you five times. Stop it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so an error occurred. Oh, <laughs> versus, um, yeah. So tell me about Chief Red Cloud in 100 words. See if it can do it. Save and submit. I'm just. It's Chief it's Red funny. Cloud. 1822 to 1909 was a Native American leader of the Oglala Lakota tribe. He's best known for his role in the Plains Indian Wars, specifically the Red Clouds, excuse me, the Red Clouds War of 1866, in which he led his people in a successful campaign against the United States government. The conflict resulted in the signing of the Fort Laramie Treaty, which granted the Lakota Territory and the Powder River uh, country in Wyoming and Montana. Red Cloud is remembered as a skilled diplomat and military strategist and is considered one of the most influential Native American leaders of the 19th century. So, like, that's, like, legit writing that I would have done as a college senior. It's, it's interesting, though, because, like, um, in one of my previous uh, jobs, one of the things that we researched and looked at a lot was how um, bias can make its way even into artificial intelligence where you feel like um, it, as long as the data that goes into the AI is unbiased, right? Say if it has access to the entire internet, it's going to have access to quote unquote both sides, although there are obviously many sides to everything, right? Yeah, yeah. But like thinking about how it ultimately at the end of that, which, what's interesting to me is like it's not necessarily what I would call um, – a hot take uh, for this chat GPT to make to say this is how he will be remembered as a blah 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 but that is making an human. assumption about yeah. like uh, how people will think about this right and so it is it's it is making somewhat of a um, insertion of not just fact but also like a little bit of subjectivity which I think is is kind of crazy because it's like it is only as good and it is only as able to output the kind of data that it that it takes in so whatever data that it's using to make an output that like this is how he will be remembered as a skilled yeah. warrior and blah 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 um it's just it's just it's just interesting to me because like someday the predator is going to be on earth and it's going to use chat gpt to ask about red cloud and it's gonna, <laughs> he will be remembered as a skilled warrior and the predator is going to look at that and like no he's not like i could kick his ass <laughs> let's bring him back to life so i can fight him <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's fascinating because like one of the big just to your point i've i just had to take a bias training for work and to your point it's chief red cloud was a native american leader of oglala lakota tribe i just saw someone else being like don't call us american we're pre-america like call us uh oh, i can't remember. is it dna or something like that it's yeah. i can't remember what the, what the word is but it's like you can call us indigenous but don't call us native american call us native because american is like you putting your stuff on us and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, I hadn't yeah. considered it that way. And I'm like, I don't, or like I said, Indian agency. I'm like, I don't think I'm from New Mexico. There's a ton of people that still call themselves Indian for the purpose of selling wares, like silver and turquoise sure, and stuff, yeah. right? But like that, that's the name of the agency is the Red Cloud Indian Agency. It's not like a thing that I'm labeling them it. with yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's still bias or whatever. And so you're right. Also, to think that there's ever going to be bias-free is insane because the human mind processes, like, data. Like, you get – I saw a thing. It was, like, you get 14 million points of data per day on average, and your brain is only capable of processing 40 of them. Wow. <laughs> like, in terms – or, like, so, some, like, yeah. ridiculous number like that, right? Like, where you're, like, 
Um, you're only able to really think about so few things while you're constantly being bombarded by data. And the, and the bias is what fills the gap. And so, like, there's no way you'll ever be able to not do that. And then just reference, like, the literal 200,000 years of humans just murdering and raping each other to, like, sure. you know, to see that that's the, that's the case. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. dude. Anyway, yeah, it's um, I'm fascinated by this. The thing that really makes me mad, though, I was reading today about some dork that, like, God, what a dork. He wrote a chat GPT checker. So that way you can detect whether or not someone is using ChatGPT to generate answers for homework, uh, like for yeah, writing saw, assignments and stuff. I read the headline this morning. I didn't realize what it was related to was like schools, like a certain school or a set of schools or like a state school district or something like that had said that they were banning uh, ChatGPT from like being used in why like either in use for doing your homework or obviously doing your homework for you and stuff yeah even if you block it on school computers or whatever like good luck yeah right like i still played hella pokemon and saw lots of boobs on computers at school Um, (laughs) (laughs) and the the uh it's it's funny to me because it's like okay so chat gpt so there's this ai and then somebody wrote a checker to be able to like curb the use of the ai which means that the ai will just get better at at like avoiding that checker which means that checker will have to get better and then we're just looking at like a robot war but everybody's just trying to like catch who's cheating to do their book report as like this is uh this is like the highest and most functional use for ai is to like make sure kids don't like lie about how much they understood the symbolism in great gatsby it's like no like let's use it for i don't know like let's use it for what it what we're supposed to use technology for which is killing people in other countries please thank you someone who gets it god um I just think about the teachers that I had, my own mother, for instance, and like the people, and they're just so tired all the time. You could not tell me that like 90% of the teachers, random number, are going to like go home and double check to make sure chat GPT isn't writing the things for their kid. Like, like what a bunch of crap. Just like if you get yeah. the symbolism of the great Gatsby, right? You had 11th grader or whatever, like, and it's chat GPT, who cares? Yeah. It's not... It's not even the same. Like, I, I wonder if it's how different it actually is now that we've gone through the information age. Like, I wonder, are the necessity for us to learn pointless knowledge mm. so, it, so because we have it all in our pocket? Is well, like, kind of what you're saying is, like, the, the way that the, the school district or whatever it was had had said that the reason like some of the reason that they use it says is because it, it is antithetical to creating or helping students with critical thinking. They're like, we don't care necessarily whether or not they understood the book or they understood this there or that. It's the fact that they attempt to understand it. They attempt to do the research. They attempt to do this or that and the other. It's like it. But to me, like that argument right now kind of makes sense. But so did the argument that you're not going to have a, a, a calculator in your pocket when you're, you know, an adult <laughs> and you need to do the math. It's like, well, idiot. Yes, I do. And uh, and, so, and, we're, like, and we're five steps beyond that now. It's like now right. you have a thing that can actually, you know, you have a, an AI that can actually design the bridge. You don't need right. the engineers anymore except to double check that to pretend like we're get more safety out of double checking the robot's work or whatever. Yeah, and making sure that the robot didn't design the bridge to collapse at the most uh, ideal moment to kill the most humans. 
Execute order 66. Um, <laughs> Execute order bridge to bridge. <laughs> I want, yeah, I just, like, I want, or I think, I'll, I'll put it this way. I think we're going to see a massive increase in the focus on social-emotional education mm. because that's the only place where, like, I can. I mean, you just extrapolate this. Five years from now, like, are are you going to be able to assign a writing project to somebody? Because well, no, I don't it, think. I mean, it's like it seems. And I'm not like making a uh, attempting not to make a comment on like the educational system or culture or anything like that. But but ultimately, like, it seems like as a society shifts or hopefully shifts away from. Um, where how much money you have being the value of a person, right? Like obviously money and how many robots do you have? Yeah. Money and resources are still obviously incredibly important to like basic uh, necessities, such as it's like yeah, you can live comfortably in the United States on a certain salary, but like what that money could do to lift a group of people out of poverty somewhere else is like like I'm not saying that money doesn't and shouldn't be used. But ultimately, like this idea that if we're just trying to create and and teach children to become more and more able to produce capital versus like able to enjoy life and to like live joyful um, moments throughout their life, right? Like, obviously, like it, it sounds ideal and it sounds kind of like, oh, well, you're not thinking about the real world, which is like there's supply and demand and there's resources and there's capital and all these things. It's like, yes, all of that makes sense. But the point of creating technology, the point of like advancing and progressing as a society is to be able to like free people up to do more of the things that humans enjoy and like want to do and like live out as people, right? Rather than work to make money to be able to not die, right? So yeah. I think that um, to your point, which probably isn't the point you were making, but what I hear is like, yeah, we, we should be focusing more on like, okay, let's, all of the basic stuff is taken care of because we created the robots to do it. What do we do with the rest of that time? How do we bring up a society of children uh, after that, that like are learning how to like do practical skills and enjoy the world rather than, you know, like how do you just become a lawyer so you don't, so you can make hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? Well, and it's like with the with the computer chips, you know, there's such a small margin of gain for the amount of investment that happens. They're not developing this. If there's a law, whatever the law is called, where we, you reach kind of like the end of it before you invent the next type of computer. Sure, yeah. And it's like diminishing returns. Is that what it is? Um, yeah, yeah. And, and it's like at some point we're going to push everybody to this point where like it, it doesn't make sense to work so hard because the gain that you get from putting it in is only marginally better than not doing it because we will have reached a part where we just can't advance more until there's another huge like breakthrough until another giant black obelisk appears in the desert god finally (sighs) the dinosaurs that dance around it i can't wait man yeah it's um it's really interesting because i worry like there's two things i see it like there's like the ai and the um and people that study this always get real mad because we give it more credit than it deserves is always the the common thing that I get back. It's like, you don't understand how basic AI is. And I'm like, I mean, it can literally meal plan for me based on insane things or whatever. That's like not, not advanced. And my car can like, my Subaru can keep me between the lanes and from smashing into somebody without me being awake. <laughs> like yeah. that's, that's pretty, <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty cool too. Like, yeah. so like we're, 
I think there's going to be a breakthrough. And at some point, then like our own human capacity is not going to be able to keep up with the development of the machines. And so we're going to have to turn to something that gives us actual pleasure. Yeah, well, not... like, it's going to expose a lot of people's lack of uh, value system, right? Like, because people are so, like, I, this is... Society talk, philosophy talks, philosophy talk. Yeah, um, Whatever, like man. people are 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 going to have more time. Like the 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 goal of technology or or, or like the eventuality of it is going. People are going to have more time uh, to figure out what to do with. Like how do how do I occupy my facilities? Like how do I how do I apply this brain that I have that maybe is only capable of X amount of data, whatever you said it was earlier, like is only capable of a certain amount of like actual function and actual work, but you have to find something for it to do. Right. And like having a 40 hour a week job or, or more or less like is enough to keep people distracted and feeling entertained. And, and uh, you don't have to think about what you do with your time. Cause you're just thinking about the thing that you're doing. Right. Um, so it's like, okay, you take that away what's your value? Where do you spend your time? What do you do? Uh, and like, that's going to, I, I, rather than feeling freed, uh, I feel like more of humanity and more of like a, a American society particularly is going to feel exposed, uh, because it's going to expose exactly how, uh, maybe wasteful or like, um, lazy we are. Right. And, and cause we've never had to think about it. My big concern is that, like with everything else, I just always think about StarCraft for some reason. Yeah. And I, I have a reason. <laughs> um, is that whoever can harvest the resources the fastest is who's in charge. And, like, whatever you want to call that, if it's, like, George Bush, George W. Bush trying to find weapons of mass destruction and so he has to invade the Middle East – not for the oil, definitely, the people who control the entirety of our economy. You know, like, when you start seeing who controls what and the fights that have been going for that for forever, or who has the most fish, or whatever it is, like, whoever, who has the shelter, and you're just fighting over these resources. Like, once you realize that, whoever owns the AI continues to increase the gap, because the AI will be capable of doing more and holding us down even more. And so, like, I think not only do we potentially have more time on our hands to just be like, what is freedom? But like, also we won't have anything because it'll continue to be gobbled up by the like small percentages because they're the ones that control the things that do everything. And that's like, to me, that's pretty terrifying. You know, the, the transition to cleaner energy doesn't happen until the old energy people have the infrastructure to transfer into it because they're not going to give up their power like yeah. literally not until like the people currently making billions of dollars on oil realize that they can make billions of dollars on, you know, insert green energy here, right? Yeah, just whatever it is, it just that like whatever is the thing of the day that is the power that controls the humans, that's the transition that they have to make. Is they have to figure out a way to like what what controls us right now? It's oil. So I got to have the oil if I want to be in control. And now we're moving into something else. Well, I'm going to do that. Is it space mining? Sure. So whatever that is, AI, whoever owns the AI is going to own the humans. Um, and it's always been that way. And the difference is, is that we're, I think we're sort of getting back to this. Um, and I don't have any data to back this up, you know, but like to the notion of like the kings and the fiefs. 
um, and the peasants and like the fewer people have more. And so they're, they'll have more of an opportunity to have control. It's nuts. Can I make a, a small suggestion? Yeah. We just um, hand it all over to Paul Bettany and see what happens. I mean, he was in Wimbledon, and I love. He's him in, in that. everything. He's in everything. Do you do you remember Knight's Tale? No, oh, of Did course I remember Knight's Tale. A, a movie you've seen. My yeah. God, Woo. stop the podcast. All right, talk <laughs> to you next it. time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's in that. It's a like what a what a he's in the replacements with Keanu. The guy has been in everything. That's Incredible. so interesting because I don't think about him being in anything. You know, he's just oh. one of those actors. He's like pre-Andy Circus. He's like the Andy Circus before Andy Circus. Who's the other guy that plays um, Commissioner Gordon and the guy? Oh, from uh, the Gary Oldman. Yeah, another guy that's like yeah in everything. in everything because because that guy is a chameleon. Even though um, I feel like in everything now he just looks like because he's so famous at this point he just looks like Gary Oldman in a fat suit or Gary Oldman dressed as a vampire or Gary Oldman with a mustache <laughs> you know it's just like but the the character he plays in the fifth element it's it's yeah it's radically true. different person yeah. like and but that was 25 years ago or whatever yeah he he looks like um what is the the vampire movie that he was in oh the dracula the the original uh dracula movie where graham stoker right is that what the yeah, uh, Bram, Bram Stoker. Yeah. Stoker? <laughs> when Bram, he Bram plays... Stoker? <laughs> Bram Stoker, there we go. <laughs> That's uh, uh, that that version of Gary Oldman. I think that the his fifth element I didn't know he was, was in just that. skinny version of his Dracula character. <laughs> hey, congratulations to the bees. First we introduced pesticides and then... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
<sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Like diseases and everything to them, right? Now we're going to vaccinate the bees against the harm we've been doing. 5G bees will be the new conspiracy theory. <laughs> Wait, long- 5 BGs? <laughs> <laughs> as long as they're trying to stay alive <laughs> stop the show we have we don't have to go any further that was amazing as long as my cell service improves with the 5 gbs every spring i am all in um i guess what they're gonna do is they're gonna they want to feed the queens something that then will make all her little drone babies immune to the something called the american foul brood bacteria that like uh, whoops their little bee butts um, and just is another challenge for the bees survival. So we introduced that and help them, I don't know, survive a little bit better. Mm. And it like seems I dated this woman back in the two thousands and she was a game and fish person for the state we lived in. Right. And her job was to go into ponds and she gets like a big electric wand like they would fight the Jedi with, you know, and she would stab it into the water. And then all of a sudden all the fish would be like, Bloop, and they'd come up and they'd be electrocuted. and They'd float up to the top, right? Not dead, just electrocuted. And then she would like one, two, seven, eight, five, you know, count them all. Yeah. And then she would look for the invasive ones and remove those and just murder them or whatever I think. I can't remember. Um <laughs> But it was like the the rainbow trout was the invasive to the native Apache trout, I think is what it was. Um, and so they would just go in and they would just kind of play God and just be like, well, we'll just murder all these fish. And I'm like, that's kind of not on you. Like, what's unfortunately, what's done is done. And you deciding to kill these fish doesn't mean that the other fish get brought back the right way or yeah. like – how can you ensure that what you're doing, like, has the environment changed so much for them that they can, no- the ecosystem, that they can no longer thrive the way that they need to? There's too many factors for you to just pick one thing and be like, that's that. But then the other less minor key version of myself, more major key version, is like little things add up to make big things. And so if you come in here and try and save the bees with this one thing, there might be consequences from it, but at least we're like making right now we're just doing all negative things. And so like mar- marginal thing, gains is, is kind of your is the the idea, right? Like you do one small thing and if you do a bunch of small things, hopefully it adds up to the big thing that you need to do. Or hopefully it just stops the momentum of the bad things, I think is so, a much more practical way of looking at it. Like, I don't think we're going to turn around climate change. I don't think that's, I think that ship has sailed. Like, yeah, you're not yeah. going to resurrect the, you know, three million species that have been extincted by us in the last 100 years or whatever. Are you saying that your ex-girlfriend, though, was involved in a Ponzi scheme? Get the 
You are so fired so from the job. I feel like the uh, <laughs> the job that I don't get paid for. Yeah, the uh, um, so like the I, I guess that the sequel to the the B movie is just going to kind of be like um, what was the movie with uh, uh, Will Smith where he's at the uh, I Am Legend, right? It's just going to be like <laughs> one just, just Jerry. <laughs> yeah, it's just one B, just Jerry Seinfeld in I Am Legend two, but it's just a bunch of bees that have been turned into zombies and oh man this is bees and, lend themselves and then you know what you know what the worst part is is that uh when he goes online he can't find any other bees on bumble <laughs> yes <laughs> just just two fathers on a podcast <laughs> practicing <laughs> now ring doorbells demoed their game changer in the home monitoring security system world and I am a creep, so I obviously walk around my neighborhood walking my dog, and there is Naked. a, I don't want to be inappropriate because I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to let my unconscious bias show or whatever. This is conscious bias. Um, but <laughs> I'm there consciously is a, choosing to be racist. <laughs> there is a group of foreign people that live in my neighborhood specifically, and it has enriched my life, and I appreciate it so much. The one thing that I notice is that when one of them finds a deal on something, they all adopt it. Like, I remember one year I was walking the dog around the neighborhood or the kid or whatever, and there was six television boxes for the same TV that I later learned was on sale at Costco. And so, like, one family found it, and then, like, five other families bought it as well, and that's only the ones I saw, you know? And so they have this tendency for that. Well, the ring doorbell and the annoying ring doorbell noise is something that, like, more than two-thirds of my neighborhood has, 40-something houses, and, like, there's, like, whatever that number is, I can't remember. But it was I was like, wow, there's, like, two-thirds of the people here all have the same doorbell camera. So Ring demoed their next security system, and I, like, am so interested to see how this will go and if it'll be adopted the same way. The next big offering is a patrol drone that can fly around and monitor your home seems very creepy and at first i wasn't sure it's from ces that was debuted um, last week and at first i was like is it fly around the exterior with like lasers and blast us or what and like no it flies around the inside to make sure everything is okay and my two thoughts were like my awful dog is definitely gonna like destroy it and chew it up and i'm gonna come home and be like well at least we have footage of the dog attacking him that'll be awesome Uh, and that could I program it to protect my plants from my dumb cat that eats all my plants? <laughs> like a little you're, set lasers like, to stun and you you're gonna have to start walking around your house um, like servers walk around a restaurant. Like every time you come around the stairs, because you're a tall guy, and so it doesn't matter how <laughs> tall this drone dry like flies. You have to come corner. around the stairs and be like corner, <laughs> and the the, uh, <laughs> the drone is gonna have to be like oh whoop oh, oh, sorry whoop yeah sorry. <laughs> it's, I also imagine it with a tray with drinks on it for some reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, corner. Like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I mean like, that's, isn't the problem that has made like drone delivery um like didn't they test they tra- they tested drone delivery in um like new zealand or australia or something like that somewhere where there's a lot of space for it to go down in case it didn't work right, right. um and these uh the drone like the biggest problem was is that all of the neighbors anytime a delivery got made were like it is so loud these yeah. drones generate even those tiny little drones that, like that kids fly for personal use, right? Like yeah. those make so much noise because they have to spin those quadcopters so quickly in order to stay uh, afloat. And so, like that, it just seems like 
and le- until they fix that problem, drones won't be viable in any way that ha- where it's like a, a constant or persistent thing around your house, right? Like a, like a Roomba makes noise, but it's only a f- like for a few minutes every time it goes and and vacuums your you know cat puke. But it's it's ugh, it just drags it around the room. <laughs> but it's like that's less loud than a vacuum, right? Right. And so like a. A drone is not less loud than a delivery truck, except for when the doors slam, I guess, or whatever. Right. I saw one of the um, one of the uh, Amazon Rivian electric delivery trucks yesterday. It was cool, man. It looked really neat. I don't know if that's the future or not because they take so long to recharge, but I guess you do it overnight and it's cool. But yeah, like the drone is truly Star Wars is once again fantastic. Because the and the idea of the repulsor lift, which somehow operates without, you know, you can hover without having like spinning engines and stuff. Um, that's pretty. That's pretty rad to think. That yeah. There's hopefully there's a future where we have stuff that hovers, not because it's a drone with quadcopters or whatever. It's not a FPV you know drone for racing or whatever. It's just like a little using magnets or something like that in order to yeah stay. like. The yeah. opposite, like pushing off of the Earth somehow using yeah. gravitational reversal or something, you know, just to like fly around without making a ton of noise. That's what it's going to take. I think it's, it's, inter- it's interesting uh, that drones, like if we're going to look at Star Wars for a, uh, like even so, if you watch Star Wars, the way that they patrol everything, except for like the the recon drone that like goes around and like probes people's brains, um, like. Yeah. Except for those, there aren't really a lot of flying robots in uh, or droids in Star Wars. What I would rather see is the little mouse droids or the gonk droids bebopping around my house, trying to like. It, there also not, aren't a lot of stairs in Star Wars, in case you haven't watched recently. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> because after the Star Wars were the Star Wars. <laughs> oh, get now you ruined it. <laughs> no, but like um uh like the uh the in in it's it's interesting like I live in a 110 120-year-old house, right? And um I found a gun in my wall once. Yeah. But what it, uh what you realize is that over time over those 100 years the way that people live has changed so much and so like the original construction of this house has had to be adapted and and changed and remodeled so many times in order to like make a a a a, a normal family in 2023 be able to live in it comfortably, right? Like 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 what give me an example because like I think about this too and I'm like is it like Closets are too small. That's like a some thing of it's so much more some crap. of it's just style choices, right? Like some of it is just like the open house versus having walls yeah. friggin' everywhere, right? Some of it is just like where the entryway was into the house was in a, like a really weird spot, or where um, the 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 way that they didn't use basements for anything other than like that's where the guns go, or like that's where the you know. So now, the way come on, that, now the walls is where the guns go. Or how about even the fact that like stairs uh, had so much less headroom because a hundred years ago statistically people were shorter, right? You do like, not have to tell me about that. It is the <laughs> worst part. You can't. Of- if you ever come and stay with me, you cannot go into my basement. 
uh, if you know what I mean. No, the uh, <laughs> you might shoot a gun at me. Or? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, but the reason I the reason I bring that up is because um, newer construction houses are built so differently. Some of it's obviously aesthetic and things like that, but some of it is just to accommodate for the way that we live now. One of the examples that I have is like, um, do you know what radon is? It's like a, a, a a radiation gas that is emitted from some sort of uh, element in the, that naturally occurs in, occurs in the Earth's crust and can be bad for you if it's in, if it's inhaled for a lot of time. It's undetectable except for with a specific instrument, right? Like, but they've yeah. created these mitigation things that they people strap onto the sides of their houses. Where if you live in a radon rich area, where um, it will mitigate all of that radon, but it's a huge pipe on the side of your house. While new, new construction homes, I'm going to bring this all back. Don't worry. New construction homes are built with often radon like it's hidden in the wall so it's like yes you have the mitigation system but it because we know about it it's built into the house right yeah what i'm saying is is like if these drones uh ever become more desirable or more prominent in people's homes and the only way to make them happen is to like all the old homes have to be retrofit with magnetic floors or with a type of element in the floor that makes the repulsor lift available right or like um the, the the way that they build a ramp so that the little gonk droid can drive up the stairs you know whatever it is it's like it's the way that technology changes infrastructure is really interesting to me because like in the future, homes and offices and buildings and streets and things like that are going to be built different to accommodate the way that we're using personal technology now. Yeah, like the pneumatic tubes at the bank were my favorite thing as a kid, and I'm, I yeah. hate that they're gone now, but there's like no purpose for them anymore because it's all done on a machine outside. Yeah. So, I mean, think about the way that like self-driving cars, if that ever becomes the... More. Yeah, the biggest problem with that is infrastructure, for sure. Yeah, it's because it's roads. Yeah, you got to be able to where we're going, <laughs> but where you gotta, you have to be able to have areas where you don't have the weirdness of humans interacting in order for right. self-driving cars to be their most efficient, and that's just like that's not gonna happen. One of the uh, movies, again, even though it might seem unlikely, one of the movies that got like I think all of this infrastructure. Uh, really like they did it really well like they actually assumed if this is what technology does here's how infrastructure it will change was irobot uh if you ever if you ever go back and watch that like the way if you look at it from an infrastructure perspective the way that like they do the roads differently where everything is underground um and if you if you're driving like a gasoline vehicle because it's incredibly dangerous because they can explode uh because they're combustible right like how if you take that on a road where all of the self-driving and electronic cars are going, it just like can wreak chaos, especially if if you're um, uh, Will Smith trying to like battle a bunch of robots. <laughs> With so robot let's arm. keep Will Smith out of the future. <laughs> yeah, both scenarios have not been great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from Jerry Seinfeld Smith to that, that's not, <laughs> that's not great. <laughs> We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I have two things and then I got to go. Um, one of them is congrats on going to be a dad for the second time. That's oh, wild. Yeah. You must be yeah. super nervous about that. I'm sure that the free dollars that this show pays you will be really helpful. Did I tell you I also got a cat? So now I'm going to have two dogs, two kids, and a cat. Might as well get a second cat, dude. What are you doing? You're, yeah. You don't have balance well. right now. Yeah. Two adults. What kind of cat you get, by the way? I don't know. It's like a he's tiny, uh, and he's like oh. the most lovable, cuddly. He farts like the worst farts <laughs> I've ever smelled in my entire life. But like, <laughs> But everything else about him is great. Um, secondly, in twenty twenty, yeah, please. In twenty twenty three, I really want to get. I really want to read books. I listen to audiobooks a lot. Well, first of all, depression has been a real hard one for me this year, this last year, and so like for the last six months of the year, I couldn't do anything but listen to metal, and it's like and like sad Radiohead, and so like I'm trying to kind of force my way through it as one does. And I want some really good science fiction in order to... Oh, my God, that cat's cute. I want some really good science fiction to read. I need something that's, like, easy to read but good and captivating. And I don't want it to be something that I listen to on, um, like, on an audiobook while I'm walking the dog. I need something that I can spend 20 minutes a night reading before I fall asleep. So if you have a recommendation for that and you're listening right now, or you're Brandon, uh, let me know. I just bought something. I can't even remember what it's called by Adrian Tchaikovsky. It's like children of something or whatever, and that's supposed to be really good, but it's like world building and everything. And I just need, I really need my imagination to come back because I'm having a difficult time with my reality. And so, um, yeah, if you have something good that you could recommend, I'd be really grateful. At Hey Gregor, at Brandon MG. He spells it Brandon D E N, just so you know. Um, follow us both if you would and tweet at us or talk to us or leave us a review or whatever it is. Now, Brandon, did you learn anything today? What did you learn today? It's that part of the show. I, I learned that we're going to basically ruin the bees. <laughs> yeah, no matter what we do, feels yeah. like it might already be a little too far down the road. Gregor, what um, did you learn this week? I learned that the thing that I learned 15 years ago is um, <laughs> Chief Red Cloud was a uh, indigenous leader of the Oglala Lakota tribe in 1891. <laughs> Is when the when that was set up, and so not 1791, <laughs> a mere few years after the uh, after the Declaration of Independence. So. Anything else you got there, Brandon? Yeah, I uh, uh, I learned that of all of the technology that exists in Star Wars, of yeah. like you could think of like the lightsabers, the deaths. I mean, even the Death Star from a technological standpoint is is Dope. pretty incredible. Like. Uh, think about the um i already said lightsabers uh all of like the star <laughs> like everything in of all of the technology that exists across the universe in uh the star wars universe i suppose yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing that Galaxy. i want the most is apparently a gonk droid <laughs> or a mouse droid for your cat or a mouse droid yeah <laughs> i uh i just 
I remember reading this recently that you would need like seven trillion tons of TNT in order to blow up the moon with a laser. So like the Death Star is even that's the moon or small planet. That's like even more impressive than you could ever imagine. So yeah, wow. All right, well, I hope it shoots me first. <laughs> nerd talk, nerd talk, talk about nerd talk, yeah! Listen to Nerd Talk Tuesday mornings, 10 a.m. here on this platform, or uh, the, by this platform, I mean the Odyssey app. I don't know why I said that. Uh, or listen to us as a podcast, wherever you get your podcast, preferably the Odyssey app, because that's what my work tells me to say, because uh, Brandon can say whatever he wants. They're not paying him. But um, I, I think you should leave us a review. And yeah. tell us uh, why you're actually happy and not secretly miserable. Or admit that you're secretly miserable and that I'm right. <laughs> you're my favorite aioli. <laughs> <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.